Today is Friday, November the 20th, and this is episode number 19 of the Khan Wealth Advisory podcast series. I'm Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with BMO Private Wealth. Before I start off on today's musings, I wanted to remind our listeners that Austin and I are hosting a Zoom webinar on how to stay healthy during the winter months. If you have not yet RSVP'd, please do. If you need the invite or the link sent to you again, please reach out. It is for this coming Wednesday, November 25th at 4 p.m. So we can now say President-elect Biden, but current President Trump has still not conceded. I really don't know what he has up his sleeves, but let's just hope the transition will go as smooth as possible from here till the inauguration in January. There will be a transfer of office and enough on that. COVID-19 is still very much present. And the rising numbers in various areas, countries is alarming. A small positive is that many countries and regions are tightening their, their social distancing rules and increasing the chance that COVID-19 numbers will stabilize. As we all know, two vaccine trials have reported extraordinary success with an efficacy rate well beyond expectations. We just need some of the public to understand that while we wait for the eventual vaccines and their distribution plans, we all have to do our part in keeping committed to face masks, washing hands, avoiding crowds, and social distancing. It's an easy pill to swallow for the next few months, and so let's hope everybody gets on it. And in case you have not been watching the news, both Pfizer and Moderna's vaccine candidates have been very successful with efficacy rates above 90%. In the vaccine world, this is rather remarkable. It argues that the other vaccine candidates of the same type are likely to be quite successful as well. And there are many more in the pipe. To note, the vaccine candidates from Pfizer and Moderna have not yet been approved. They still need some more data around areas of their efficacy and to ensure that there are no no serious side effects. The expectation is that this would be completed probably by late November. I would guess... It would then be allocated for emergency use, and then wider availability will become more likely, say, in early 2021. For context, the U.S. has already ordered 100 million doses from Pfizer. Canada has apparently ordered ordered 20 million doses from Pfizer as well. And on top of that, Canada has ordered 56 million doses from Moderna, 72 million from GlaxoSmithKline, 38 million from Johnson & Johnson, and another 170 million doses from combined Novavax, AstraZeneca, and Medicago. That's a lot of vaccinations. So Canada's done well to hedge their bets on securing dosages in case some don't get final approval or or not. By the way, I'll be ready to take the vaccine and I'll have both my sleeves rolled up. So now we'll go on to talks of the economy and lockdowns and the potential fear of a double dip recession. As you have probably come to know, I do not extrapolate the media's reporting on actual realities. It is the job of the media to report things in a worrisome way with no end in sight. So I wanted to put some context to current alarm bells of economic contraction because of this renewed second wave lockdowns and slowing activity. So here are my thoughts. Yes, some cities and entire regions have begun imposing new limits on economic activity. However, many businesses have figured out how to operate with protocols and regulations. Think about all the businesses whose current operations have already shrunk substantially because of COVID. Is it possible that a similar decline of that magnitude they saw back in March would occur again? 
Meaning, if a lunch cafe in downtown saw its revenues drop 75%, can it drop 75% again from already being down and have the same negative effect on the overall economy as back in March? I don't think so. Meanwhile, consumers have shifted their spending. They're generating jobs elsewhere. For example, home improvements are on track to hit a calendar record high. Housing starts are on track to break records. Warehousing and storage jobs are at record highs, and as are courier and messenger jobs. Now, imagine being told back at the beginning of 2020 that the world was about to be hit by a global pandemic that would lead to world governments shutting down all sorts of businesses. And at the same time, you were told that we were going to go into a sudden and sharp recession, which would see the largest single quarter decline in economic activity since the Great Depression. What would you have done? Run for cover or go all in? And yet, the Canadian markets are basically flat for the year, and the US markets and world markets are up about 10%. And by the way, this does not include reinvested dividends. Why then are the markets up? There are several reasons. Here's some. One, there are many large tech companies that we could not have lived without and many companies who are considered essential. These companies have benefited from the current environment and the acceleration of the work from home trend. Two, the Western countries equivalent of the Bank of Canada pushed central interest rates down significantly. Three, various government stimulus programs help support consumer spending, and in some cases, even savings. And four, all sorts of companies adapted to a new normal by being creative and lowering expenses. And five, many people began to realize that with social distancing, masks, and washing hands, you could step out and be a part of society and the economy. And perhaps some took that too far. We constantly talk about the ingenuity and resilience of the world's greatest companies. It was tested unlike any other time in history these past few months. In our opinion, the recent announcements about vaccines and therapies will lead to further economic growth. Now that a timeline is more visible for recovery and normalcy, as the distribution of an effective vaccine looks to be around the corner, companies and individuals can begin planning for the future. I'm sure you've already begun thinking about the next vacation and maybe already booked one with all the current deals going on. In a slightly similar way, businesses can see through the fog now and have begun planning for future growth as well. So much of the uncertainty, be it about vaccines or the U.S. elections, has now more or less passed. Yes, some uncertainty remains. It's never really fully gone. But when we compare the unknowns of today to that of just seven months ago, the risk to remaining invested in great companies has substantially declined. Give thanks to progress. A double dip, while always possible, is probably unlikely. In keeping to the topic of how emotions may steer our investment decisions, the quote for today is from Warren Buffett. He says, if you cannot control your emotions, you cannot control your money. And for our corny dad joke of the week, what do you call a snowman with a six-pack? and abdominal snowman. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget the wellness seminar on November 25th at 4 p.m. Call us anytime with your questions or comments. My number is 416-725-9133 and Austin's is 416-709-7879. This is Asif Khan signing off. Be well and have a great weekend.
Hello? Are you still listening? Well, thanks. So today I thought I would give you an update on me. Prior to COVID, I was pretty regular in going to the gym and eating pretty healthy. As COVID set in back in March, the gym closed, but I remained active. I was walking or biking and staying, you know, somewhat moving around and staying healthy. However, after the summer, I seem to have gotten a little bit lazy. I've not been as active as I was before and I've given in to my sweet tooth. I've been thinking of redirecting some of my gym fees to buying some better equipment for the house. I need motivation to make sure I use it and get back on track. I'm looking for some encouragement. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.